Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona, and I'm here with my co-host. Yo, this is Big P. Yes, sir. And this is the Bridge Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Yeah. Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah. Yeah. Check, check, check. Mic check. Yo, you know what time it is. It's Tuesday. It's dude's day. You know what I do say. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. 
Another glorious episode of the Bridge the Gap podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's get some claps, man. Yo, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Fucking vibe. How we feeling? How we feeling? Beautiful day. Beautiful morning. Yo, I'm feeling lovely. Feeling phenomenal right now, man. Yeah? Yeah, man. It's one of those good days. It's a great day, man. Yo, P's mixy. Surge is mixy. I'm a try. I'm trying to get there right now. Oh, Yo, it's it's man. it's uh man. What 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 a day! What a day! What a day it has been. This is the day. Whoa. Nah, but uh, listen. Thank you for tuning in to another um potentially classic episode of the Bridge the Gap podcast. Um, this is your host Big P. I got my co-host with me, Jose Ascona, and I got my other co-host with me here, De La Surge. Um, unlike the last couple ones, Miguel, Miguel, Meg, unfortunately, couldn't unfortunately make it. unable to be here. He's here in spirit though. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to Jose. Oh, shout out Miguel. to Miguel. <laughs> now you get hey, those Dominican twins. Shout there, out, man. shout out to Miguel. He couldn't up, make it man? here because hey. he got a lot of work, but we're here. Thank we're you. Gonna to try everybody. to handle business. Thank you to everybody who follows us on Spotify. Thank you to everybody who follows us. Yes. On Twitter. Thank you to everybody who follows us on Instagram. Thank you to all the Apple Podcast listeners, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get into y'all real quick. Thank you for all the listeners of the Bridge the Gap Podcast. For Thank real. you for all the feedback that you give us, for the for likes, real. for the comments, for the love. For anywhere that we go together, people are over here like, yo, uh, you guys are the guys from the Bridge the Gap Podcast. And we, we just couldn't be any more humbled how we're, we're even recognizable. <laughs> right, I think that's the word you used the other day, Pete. Yeah, recognizable. So again, shout out to to the listenership, and uh, thank you for tuning in every week, whether it is at work, whether it's at home, whether it's at your mom's house. In commute, yeah, in commute. Uh, yeah, man, we're trying to bridge this gap right now. You know what we I'm saying? Fucking doing it, man. Talk to me, Pete. Talk to me nice. How Miguel Talk would to say, me nice. he's here in spirit. He's what? Here in spirit. How has your week been? How have your past couple of days been? How are your spirits? How do you feel? I mean, that intro. You make me feel. Nah, man, listen. This week has been um a memorable one, bro. How is that? Just the energy, the vibes, mm. the aesthetic, the build-up, the letdowns. Yeah. All memorable, bro. Um, Do you guys ever feel like you have moments in your life where every person you connect with, whether that be... Like, you texted them and they texted you back. Whether that's you saw them randomly in the street and you said hello to them. Or whether that's you passed by them and you made eye contact with them and you're driving. Like, you ever feel like every single connection you made with another person was, like, a real one? Um, Not all of them. But have I ever had those, I, I guess, like, uh, instances or, yeah. like, couple of days where I'm like, wow, everything seems so intentional? Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I can I can relate to that. I've had for sure. I've had those moments in my life. For sure, for sure. That's how your week has been. Where yeah, it feels yeah, like that. Everything is clicking. Basically. Since the last time we recorded. Mm. And so, again, like thank you to everybody who uh, considers themselves a listener. Thank you to everybody who subscribed and gets updates about when we drop. Like this is with this can't be done without y'all. And like I can feel your energy, no matter who you are, from everywhere in the world. Like we got listeners in Russia. We got Zen P here. We got listeners in Australia. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to New Zealand. I've had hella Russian dudes watching my story lately. So that's Shout out to Canada. It yeah, might like relate, said. but that's that's different. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, the, it's another conversation. Yo, and, and, and last but not least, shout out to Florida, man. Yeah, y'all, hold, y'all, y'all holding us down. Y'all holding us down. And within the past couple of days, we'll get into it. But we, we see how you guys are holding us down. And things don't even need to be said. When we all get together, it, it's shown, yeah. you know? Um, what a, what a, all right, so my week, bro, yeah. like, it's just been a memorable one. It's been a great one. Yeah. Uh, the energy post-Mars podcast is different. Mm. The energy post, like, one month at this new job is different. Mm. The, po- the energy post... One month after the valet show as well. It's different. It's just different. Like Yeah. What's what's the most different part about it that the you feeling, can say the feeling, but the feeling of what? I would I don't like want to be it. that guy, but it's a sense of validation, mm. and nah, it's man, humbling. It's humbling. Yeah, I respect it. I appreciate yeah. it, but it's very validating also at the same mm. time. Okay, so I'm fucking. With so that. I'm guessing there were doubts that now there's there that that now don't exist. Because this, it's validation. Yeah, like... Got it. Even, even at my most pessimistic, there are facts I can't ignore at this mm. point. And it's... it's. I want to say it feels good, but it's more than feels good. And mm. at this exact moment, I can't find the words. To anybody who's bought a ticket to any event that uh, me, Serge, and Carlos has put on, like, it's really appreciated. Like, y'all are a different type of person because, like, Miami is a rough market. We talked about it with Joe earlier Correct. at the start of the season. We talked about it last season when it comes to like the market altogether. Like, yeah, being able to do shit in this market, it's especially seeing like people that we don't even know shouting out our brand. It was kind of like that was pretty dope. I I gotta admit, I, I was like, who is this guy? We gotta find out who the fuck this guy is right now. Type Word. Shit. We 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 jumping mm-hmm. the gun a bit, but we're gonna get into all that right now. Yeah, uh, my week has been great though. Um, it is a week of a payday. Like I'm not, I guess. Oh yes. Just address it. No, no, no. Yes. And, yes. Um, I feel good. When you're hearing this, last week was the week of a payday, but but yes. Yeah. For sure. It, uh, this week we are gonna thug it out, but I feel like, um, I just feel good in general. Yeah. How do you feel right now, bro? How was your Yo, week? Yo, this is the furthest from Durag P you're gonna get right now. This is uh, the energy. The energy feels different in this room. Uh. Me, man, my week was was good. It's been very overwhelming with work, um, but it's been good, man. The NBA Finals started. I'm pretty excited about that. Just to have something to look forward to yes. after work. And this back and forth has been very entertaining. To yeah, watch. this back and forth has been great. Uh, Tor- shout out to Toronto. Shout out to Golden State as well. Shout out to Golden State, but you know, I'm I'm rooting. I'm rooting. Let y'all know right now on the mic. I'm rooting for Toronto. So you're a Canadian. I'm rooting for Toronto, I guess, for the, for the, for this finals. Yeah. It's for the underdog. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, for real. 
Uh, what else am I going to tell you? Other than that, my week is great. Like I said, Rosa, my girlfriend, she's back. Uh, we've gotten together a couple times, went out to dinner. Buddha. It's been good. Alexa played Buddha by LMA. Um, I, uh, I've been getting really, into, really deep into this minimalistic lifestyle where I'm looking at things that I really want. And I'm like, you know what? Do I really need that, though? Am I really going to buy it? Am I really going to wear it? So I'm good off that. Uh, I've been going for jogs lately, man. Yeah? I've been going for a couple jogs lately. Hey, yeah. man, I'm going to get my gym membership back probably That's it. this week. Yeah, I've been going for a couple jogs. Me. I mean, I hate it, but it the the it I, feels good when you're laying down at night and you feel a little bit sore. You're like, all right, man. Like, I did something. I did something. Exactly. That's I did something I was, besides that's, sit. Really? It was a rationalization. Like After like three, I would say three weeks of going to the gym as often as I could, I was like, bro, why do I keep doing this? I don't have to. But then I just... I would lay down. Yeah. I would be sore or I would be over energized because of what I did. And I'd be like, all right, I, I feel this like is this why. Because now you I know feel, why. I feel like this right now because I did that. And like, Correct. y'all see me out in these streets. If you know me for a long time, you know I never was really like on point like that. Um, I, I'm on my journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on my journey since after I came back to from Colorado with Greg. Uh, I, there's peaks and valleys in every journey, but, uh, we're going to make it past that goal point at some point. You know what I'm saying? That's it, man. Uh, so like, remember Josh came uh, last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Least, and he was talking about the lifestyle. Yeah, he said he was, trying to, he was trying to hit up the gym and whatnot. But uh, sometimes it's hard, too, living the lifestyle of a Hispanic, a Caribbean, you know, yeah, in a yeah. household, man, when your mom is cooking up. Everything's fried and Everything shit. is fried. Everything has the extra sauce on it. And you're just exactly. like, Ma, I don't know if I could do this right now. I don't think this is good for my diet. <laughs> Or my live it, but we'll get into that in a little my bit. My live it. We'll get into that in a little bit. But for now. <laughs> <laughs> but for now. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been going uh, for a couple jogs and it feels great. Also, um, my little sister, man, she she's becoming a senior in high school. She's like, walking into her senior year this August. Correct. Like her her summer break for is her not, junior her year started yes. and she's yeah. gonna do senior year. Walking into this August. Correct. Um, how, how does that feel for you? How does that feel for me? It feels like time has flown. Uh, I It feels, it almost feels like we don't have enough time to just catch up. Because I feel like time has flown so fast that this is not enough time. This is not enough time to talk about the things she's been through and, and you know. So, other than that, man, it, it's been great. Big brother. Type stuff, you know. Serge, how's your growing pains? How's your week been? Nah, with me, I mean, things have been going along, you know. I've been just, you know, working on music and really trying to make sure that Susano goes in the right direction. We've had a lot of talks lately and we've just been, you know, figuring things out to make sure that the next step is the best foot forward, you know. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, Ox Wars was chilling, you know, things are going well at the crib. <sighs> Things are getting back uh, the way that they should be. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Everything's going good, man. Ox Wars, though. That shit was fucking crazy. But before we get into Ox Wars, man, Jose wanted to start off with a couple things. That oh, yeah, yeah, were yeah. completely necessary. Just some, um, just some things that have transpired lately, man. If y'all, if y'all ever went to Everglades High School... If you're familiar with Everglades if, High School. If, yeah, if you're familiar with Everglades High School in here in Miramar, Broward. Florida. Yeah. Um, 
It's a math teacher by the name of Wiles, Curtis Wiles. He uh he passed away. We I I really don't know the reason why or or what was what was going on, but Curtis Wiles passed away, Hold math on. teacher. Time out. This guy, a uh, stocky white guy, right? Yeah. Oh my god, bro. That yeah. was my teacher. Yeah, so I just realized Yeah. Damn. Dude, last year he got fired because basically he was in class drunk out of his mind and knocked out on the desk. And there was no student that snitched. Admin just happened to walk by and see him knocked out on his desk. Little do they know, like his his um his breath smelled like straight alcohol. He got fired from Everglades High School. I had his father as a teacher for AP history, Coach Wiles. Um, his aunt worked AP worked for an AP calculus, right? She was an AP calculus teacher. And um, dude, just my brother had Mr. Wiles. That's why I wish my brother would have been here just to kind of like talk about it a little bit. But just, I can't even imagine from getting fired, just having a, a a journey, I guess, trying to figure out life, getting fired, trying to be back as a teacher in Everglades High School, knowing that that's probably the only thing that, you know, that's keeping you afloat. Um, I can't even imagine how his father feels, my former teacher. Um, wow. Man. It's just crazy to to know that, that, that he's gone, you know? Uh, the thing about death is that it's forever. And... The, the the concept of forever is so hard for me to digest and it's so hard for me to comprehend sometimes, you know? So, but look, man, shout out to him. Shout out to his family, prayers to his family, prayers to Everglades High School uh, and prayers to those students that actually feel a way. Maybe he made an impact in their lives of some sort. No, yeah, I mean, um, he was, like, I had him as a teacher and he, yeah. like, he helped me a lot. Yeah. It's crazy because it's like that was one guy that looked out for me. He understood. Yeah. I was kind of a troubled kid in my early years of high school and shit. So he kind of was one of those teachers that really like actually understood kind of what I was going through and didn't yeah. really give me a hard time about shit. Mm. He kind of helped me get through his class, you know, so it's like, yeah, that sucks. man. Yeah, I really do. I myself wasn't at Everglades High School long enough to experience a lot of the faculty. Yeah. But um, as somebody who it hasn't been that long since I got out of high school, I can connect with an impactful experience with someone you called a teacher. Yeah. Um, by the time I got to seventh or eighth grade, my sixth grade history teacher, Robert Heinking, has passed away uh, mm. unexpectedly and unpredictably. So, like, I've experienced the same thing. So... Rest in peace to both of those gentlemen. Yeah, man. Sometimes I feel like teachers don't get paid enough. You know, like they... Uh, it's not a sometimes I feel like. It's definitely virtually proven at this point. I mean, sometimes I feel like it when I think about it is what I mean. Mm, but but, but even, like, even like as general conversation, yeah. like these are the people who give us the ability to be able to communicate the, These with, with are us, the people that when... You're not you're not home for most of the day because for seven to eight hours of the day you're at school, and these are the adults in your lives when you're growing up, and we're sponges, and it's crucial, it's vital, it's imperative for for I don't know for just just for them to have an impact in our lives and I don't know man we just learn a lot from these adults and we we learn a lot about how to be an adult so. As much as we can at that time. As yeah. much as we can at that time. You know, yeah. so it's... it's Mr. Hein King and his approach. It's a shame. 
Uh, Mr. I mean, just piggybacking, Mr. Heinking and his approach definitely assisted in me preparing and producing at the adult level that I'm at now. Yeah. Rest in peace to Mr. Wiles. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Curtis Wiles. Um, rest in peace to Robert Heinking. Yeah, prayers out to, to the family. Prayers out again to Everglades High School and, and for those students that were impacted by this. Um, Please yo, seek out proper... Yeah. Uh, Facilitators to properly yeah. express yourself towards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're right now. Do you have anything to add, Serge? Are you good? Nah, man. I'm just taking it all in, really. Yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, now, you know, right? rest in peace, man. Like I just, like I saw the headlines, but I really didn't make the connection until right. now because you brought up the math teacher. Because it's happening like, eight to ten years later. Like we're eight, ten years later. Right? Yeah, exactly. After, after I, high school, as yeah. soon as you said math, it clicked, and I was yeah. it was a wrap from there. And I was like, damn, bro, like that. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, like, vividly. Yeah, touching, touching. I know this might not be on the docket, but just to keep it on the same frame before we actually get to some positive stuff. Um, there was a shooting, Virginia Beach. I saw that. Yeah, there was I a mean, shooting I in Virginia Beach. Pusha's tweet. I didn't um, see any reports. Yeah, yeah. So it was a dis a disgruntled worker. Oh God. Yo, he just got out, took out a gun, and killed ten to twelve people. Um. I mean, I, I don't know if these things are ever going to stop, but it's just a damn shame that we that we keep seeing these things. Um, so prayers out to the families in Virginia Beach. Prayers out to the families in Virginia. Prayers out to everybody that that has been affected by a, a, a mass shooting some way, somehow within the past couple of years. And uh, for those of you that want to help, I mean, it'd be such a great idea to just reach out to these people and these families that have been affected by it. So just wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, Listen, he, yeah. guys, um, as we move away from melancholy and generally different or negative topics, we've seen a lot of each other in the last couple of days. We have. So let's, I would like to recap as of recently. Because up to a, to an certain extent, to an certain extent, we almost didn't even go. Yeah. Or at least I can only speak for myself, and maybe him. Like we almost didn't go. Okay, I was gonna go regardless, but yeah. Oh my. Bro, listen. Shout out Jose. Shout out Mars. Shout out Kevin. Shout, shout out Jose from. Oh, shout out his podcast. What's his podcast? The Pay Up Podcast. Shout out Jose from the Pay Up Podcast. Creator of Rent Stew. Creator of Rents Do. Promo team. And uh, he's with uh, Regal Life Records. Um, yeah, and his man. artist is Zali. Zali Unknown on uh, social media. And yeah, man, uh, they did the fourth installation of the Ox Wars event. And that event was what, what 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 is that event? What is Ox Wars? What does that mean? Yeah, give the listeners some context. I'm context king, huh? I mean, if you want, I could do it, but go I mean, ahead. You got, you got the chair right now. You, you said the fourth the installation. No. Um, nah, man. It's basically an opportunity for artists to present, display, and uh, facilitate the experience of new music or their own music in front of a crowd of other artists. Yeah, the part of the rules were, you know, an artist signs up, they put their song, they get to display one song to the crowd, and then a panel of three people judges the song and then they get to plug in their social media and move forward from there. Right. So we, Serge and I, Monica Carl and Sushi Punk, we went to the first one. And it was when I went to that first one that I found Luminous. 
I don't know if he hears this, if he listens, if he is aware that this exists, but Luminous, I found him at the first Ox Wars. What year was that, first Ox Wars? 2018. Last year. Oh, so it was last year. Okay. Because you're saying this is the fourth one. I'm assuming, okay. It's no. Been years. Okay. No. 2018 was okay. the first one. Ox Wars 2 was at MC Studios, right? I believe so. Uh, You you were or were not there? I was there for the, the second one, I believe. You were there sure. for the first one. We went all together. The first one is the one with the bar in the backside. Yeah. The, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we were. So the second one, I, I don't think I went to that one. So that was me and Carl. I feel like you were there, though. It could be, man. Yeah. yeah. And then the third one, I don't know how, why, when, where, but uh, unfortunately, I was unable to attend. Yeah. But this fourth one was essentially down the street in Hollywood at this nice little venue called Deco Barn Lounge. And um, I, myself... I had an experience of a lifetime. It was a once in a lifetime experience, bro. Um, how did you guys feel about that overall? Like, we didn't get to talk about it. We purposely stopped ourselves from talking about it in the name of doing this now. Well, hold on. Let's let's talk about why you felt like it was an experience of a lifetime. But I, before I do that, no, 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 no. <laughs> Please explain why you thought it was the experience of a the lifetime. The listener is thinking, "What the hell just?" Yeah, happened? for real. You can't just say that. It's it's provocative. It gets the, the people going. Yeah, come on, man. This guy's the suspense king. <laughs> <laughs> I attended as a, just a spectator, industry insider, consumer. <laughs> industry insider, Jimmy? consumer. Mixie. Go ahead, P. Okay, I have my Mixie boy jersey With his Heineken. Go ahead. With my, with my <laughs> hey. But nah. Um, Yo, do you guys have shots of Deuce? Deuce you guys got Deuce? Deuce? Oh, you don't have Deuce? No, Deuce? Hannes? Is Hen... Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, all right. Fucking do say yeah, let me just get a Heineken, please. Yeah. Oh, you gonna hold my car? Oh, you gonna hold the car? You're not gonna get my car? Oh, oh all right. All right cool. Yo, Jose, she's not gonna give you your car back, but it's all good. <laughs> Fam. Shorty didn't say nothing to me. She just Y'all got hookah? Jose with his... Y'all got hookah? Oh, it's, it's a separate... I gotta go back there to get some hookah. All right. No, <laughs> Shorty took my shit. She ain't say nothing to me. She just passed me a beer. She was like, okay, I'm going to hold it. No, none of that. Nah. It was just... funny she didn't hold mine. And I was like, you know what? Yo, Pete, did you ever get your car back? Of course I am. Okay, I was like, fuck? you were mixy. I don't know. I was sauced up. I'm you saucing, you were pe- saucing. Nah, man. I The fuck? <laughs> if it was time to go, I'm going to cash out. And, and we're going to keep it moving. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. Awkward pause. But okay. nah. I'm, real shit though, I what hap- The reason why I said it was an experience is because um about what fifty minutes in since our arrival, yeah, Mars came up to me and was like, "Yo, do you want to be on the panel?" The difference between this Ox Wars and every other Ox Wars up until this point was the artists played their music, commented. Next artist played their music, commented. Yeah, there was no Mars. Judges. If anything was saying, "Yo, Word. that was fire," or "Yeah, keep going," that was it. Next. But he had me, himself, Jose, and Eli, the four of us, swapping as contributors. Yeah. Me and Eli were essentially dormant. We stayed a majority of the time. And I critiqued what? 20. 20 artists. Panelist P. Yo, clap it up for Panelist P. Clap it up for Panelist P real quick. Clap it up. Clap it up. So, I got some names. Got some names. Uh, some of the artists we heard were the Dawn. Um, another artist we heard was Flex A One. 
Mm-hmm. I remember these guys. Somebody that was, was the the Kodak type nigga. Right? Somebody that was impactful to Jose was Sayar. Oh, that boy! That boy said my name. Okay. Third division. <laughs> uh, we saw Onyx the Berry. Shout out to the 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 little white boy L H. Yeah. Oh yeah! yeah he got in his bag. He got in his bag. The, the one with the slick remarks. Man. Shout out to the. He huh? said, "Yo, it's your interface. Yo, it's your it's your, fan, it's fan, your computer. Fan, fucking wires fucking your... me up, bro." <laughs> Mars was about to snap, but he just, you know, he, no, no, he no, kept no, I was someone else later though. But the LH was the little white boy. No, but the no, white boy was who he was talking the same about. One. Yeah. He, the white, no, no, no. There was another dude that Blade. Mars was gonna snap on with the Wade jersey. Oh, yeah. jersey. With the Wade, the Wade jersey, jersey, and then Buddy, who's kind of fitted up like how you. I'm are. not no exactly. scrub. You're not gonna try me like this. Because I'm gonna play my like, song. It sucks because these guys don't understand. It's like, dude, just chill. Like, but another person, couple people, we got to shout out. You know what surprised me the most up until this point? What? The all the women that were there that night were each very much very memorable. I gotta give a shout out to Scribbles Who, and Magic. I gotta give a shout out to Galeano. Yeah, man, those ladies. Oh my God, Galeano. <laughs> those ladies. I don't know why P liked her. Those ladies were impactful. Scribbles Who <laughs> was pretty. Sis, pretty good. that was sis. That was yeah. the first one. I liked her uh, magic. Her, her that pen. That was sis. Yeah. Yeah, she could write. Yo, shout out. That was my sister. <laughs> shout out Jesse Wu. Food point. Toner. Yeah. Um, and then Galliano was uh, Bay Pothead. There you Pothead go. Bay. Pothead there you Bay. go. That's why it was impactful for Oh, people. the Candy Kush chick? Candy yeah. Kush on all Ooh, streaming dude. platforms right now. We're going to plug that. We're probably going to play that shit. We got to <laughs> play a lot of music on this episode. But no. But the Oxford shit... I like the fact that we were able to be exposed to so many artists, man. Like that's and different so types of artists. And it was yeah. great to see just it was ninety five percent to ninety eight percent all Florida, bro. Lot of hill. Shout out to Buddy who said Yo. he came from Montreal and he records yes. in Miami. And it sounded kind of kind of weird. Cap. It sounded kind of cap. Yeah, right? it's like <laughs> you flew you down here kind just of to record. <laughs> It's like, who does that, man? Come bro, he's been making music for six months, bro, and he already got, like, whatever. He's so essentially it, a polarity in the argument of the offensive of the event and other things. Bro. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. We bring him up because, at the end of the day, part of that experience in that event was seeing him in the off-whites, and he had his homeboy up there. That shit was far. That shit was far. Mars asked yeah. him, how many off-whites do you own? And he said three, right? <laughs> he said, yeah. He answered him. He, <laughs> he answered him. That's hilarious. Yo, sirs, what you what you think about it, man? I I enjoyed it. You know, it was good seeing like the locals really get a voice. Yeah, and a lot of people were eager to get on stage, and they finally got that opportunity. Yeah. And it was a good turnout. You know, it was a good amount of people for yeah. them to actually get that experience. But, yeah, but all in all, I you, you know peep, yeah, you I enjoyed peep, it. You peeped that bull was there. Oh yeah, Bull Bull was one bull of those was dudes there, and I'm that sh- should have actually like done multiple songs, but. That's that's another topic. Yeah. Yo, dude, shout out to one eight hundred Bull, who was one of the artists who submitted to perform at Ox Wars. He had KK. If you live it, man, it, man, it, man, it, man, it, man it. you could, you could, you could play it. It kept me making me mad. You remember? No. Right, but, but, so but, but the thing about Jose's but I haven't even given my take yet. People trying to get my <laughs> no, take no, no, no. for me. Hold on, hold Go on. Ahead. Let, let Jose run, because I, I kind of already said mine. You know, I gave you guys mine. Jose, how did you man, feel man. about the night, man? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tell you what I liked. Okay. okay. All right. 
I uh, positive critiques. Sure. Keep in mind, this is Jose's exposure to the to underground. This underground <laughs> scene. The un- no, this is one yeah. of his first. He's events. tapping him like, "Hey, no, look, this, man, no, this is this. the part. This is the good part here no, in the movie." He's eager yo, to find P. out how you feel, bro. Yo, That's look. really what it is. Yo, look, because man, let's, let me, let's, let's get some more sunlight. Because in this the truth is, Jose, yeah, me, Serge, Carlos, we went to a lot of underground events. We've seen a lot of. Artists that, for the most part, people don't know, yeah. attempt to dis- put themselves on full display. Yeah, We've been to a lot of events where artists that are not, for the most part, going to remain memorable, attempt their hardest to be memorable. And it was really good you know to keep crazy? it on an even, even playing so, field. It's so funny just getting there. I'm like, yo, Carlos is probably in, on, in, is going to be in a business call. You're like, dude, Jose's catching on. Yo, when we go, there's probably going to be Matt Hall. He's like, dude, Jose's almost there. Like, he's... <laughs> So, like, I, man, what I really enjoyed, number one, I enjoyed the age group, so many young talent, like, just a lot of young people that are really passionate about the music that they're making. Yeah. Second thing I really liked is when Mars was like, you guys want to take a 15-minute break? Everyone was like, no, like, we're eager to go or we're eager to listen. Like, we want to stay here and we want to just listen to anybody that's coming up. Um... Another thing I really liked was uh, it was a lot of room, man. A lot of room for to just sit down and really, if you wanted to get crazy and and you know jump around and you know do what you do and have a rage, good time, rage, rage. That was the word I was looking for. You you had room for that. Mosh. And then if you wanted to kick it, chill, grab a beer, smoke a little bit of hookah, uh, relax, Scroll have a good up a bit, look up at, at the people performing. Like you could do that, right? Yo, P. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was mixy but yeah um, for sure bro I went for up to sure. P I'm like P you good he's like yo you're not gonna bring me another Heineken I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yo I don't know why I came here man damn oh, now, man. I, now I feel obliged yeah, now I feel inclined to yeah now I got pressure bro but um uh some of the people that I liked like you said what was his name um there, there was an individual the white boy white boy I liked LH. but it was more so the guy that uh like he performed and he was basically like, yo, I came out he took his shirt off. Yeah, acapella guy. Sayar. Acapella. Sayar. Yo, he Sayar. had the most bars, punchlines. He actually stayed true. Sayar, man. And what I really liked was that people were listening, um, which was great. Uh, yeah, one thing that I said was it's good to see how hip- good hip hop prevails no matter what. And where? Even even yeah, if all these people are into like this new that, wave. That word, that word, somebody good, that, use it very lightly. But somebody with bars what? pulling up is still able to grab everybody's attention. There you go. Steal the there show. you go. You there you, no, I agree. I agree. Because when you say good hip hop, you meant it in the way that he did it. But le- yeah, like, 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 like P yeah. would argue, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, good. It's interpretable, but but what I'm trying to say is I agree with what you said, Serge. Is hip hop like that will never get old? Exactly. Um, people like uh, like hip hop like this that. Shit fucking started. People dude. are really gonna sit down or, or and be like, "All right, man, let me listen." Like, Engage. yo, my girl's gonna get into an accident. Hopefully, it happens so then I can see. I wrote this on that. Like, he was just saying a lot of things that remind me of a lot of like people who old, came right? before. Like, can it like people who came before? People who came before then. A lot of the things I really noticed too was just um, production really stood out. I'm not saying it stood out, but production was a big deal in the sense of like, yo, again, we don't have to get do- too deep into it, but it's more so less of what you're saying and more so how how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and 
production was a big deal Can in a lot of the performances. Can you pipe up to it regardless of what he's saying? What's up? Can you pipe up to it regardless of what him or her is saying? Uh, Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. No, no, no. That That's part of... The what's being transmitted with a lot of creatives. Okay, today. then there you go. There you go. There were a lot of people shouting out their producers. There were a lot of people shouting out the studio. There were a lot of people shouting out the people that were the engineers, the produce. Like it was a lot of good shouting out to the people, you know, that actually were responsible for the sound that you heard that night, which I really liked as well. Um, what else? What else did I get? What else did I get from it? I mean, there were a lot of things that I thought that were garbage, but then there were a lot of performances that I thought that were really good. So all in all, man, and you're gonna have that. You're gonna have the ones you like. You're gonna have the, the ones, ones you don't, you don't like. like. It and doesn't matter what event it is. Yeah, and and P.S. the panelists, man. Hey, can we? All yo, right. wait, hold on. Let me just salute to you, man. That was. You look like you were born with a mic attached yeah, to your hand, bro. I turned around and I'm like, oh, we created a monster. Oh my man. god! I was like, that don't mean. Oh, that don't mean. That don't mean. In Dominican, oh, that, that means one of mine. He's one of mine. <laughs> That's 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 what that means. On game. That, that's on, on game, game. On, on game. That's what that means in DR. On phone now. On phone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh listen, all right. So <laughs> Bro, but wait, and a thought that came to my mind, bro, because look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm subjective when it comes to this, right? Yeah, you're look, not look, here look, to look, see look. Benny, you're not here to see Cole. Right. You're right. just but, here for but, a but good what, time. But what came to my mind when the ones that stood out to me were the ones that were lyrical. And but let me tell you why because everything else almost sounded the same with the exception of other people Here that didn't have to be lyrical but the, the sound was really good exactly the sound was really good I fucked with it but at the end of the day the ones that stood out were the people that were actually saying something because everyone else sounded just heavy bass and I'm not saying that's bad I'm just saying everyone had that kind of pattern you get heavy bass to high hats and you're able to tune it out better I don't think the people who are yeah. still making music at that pace mm-hmm. are aware of that factor yes like the consumption trends allow people to get accustomed to a certain capacity a certain frequency yeah. of music yeah. so it becomes easier for people to turn tune out Yeah. as a panelist I attempted to stay engaged as much as possible exactly a lot of the people were making music at the same frequency but what would happen is, is by the third, fourth, fifth, sixth person doing that, everyone else is dude. You lose it. Yeah, you, you're lost. The energy is already you're lost. At Thankfully, peak. me, I'm a listener, so I sat there and I was still in tune. Like, all right, let me listen, let me listen, let me listen. Um, but what I really like though is that these young artists are catching the wave of how the smart way to make music nowadays, nice and short, yeah. catch like. These young artists know what's up. There's a new you know, formula. Now man. with the streaming formula that's going on, man. These, I'm saying like these dudes, they, they're aware. Yes, I said that with a young, but the, the, the word is aware. The yeah. word is aware. Yes. They're, they're very aware of what's going on even, nowadays. Even our artists. And how like, to make it hit. The song, His new song is going to come out either the day y'all hear this or the next day. Yeah. So that minute song 30. is a min- under two minutes. Bro, the, yo, the formula, it's not a secret anymore. These kids know how to make it's it. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's not a secret. It's and not a secret. You know who the forefather of that is? Oh, all right. <laughs> you can nah, say nah, nah, it. You, all right. you can say, just say the name. Just who? say it. Is Jose, it. This is for Jose, man. This is. Wait, wait, wait. I know who this guy. He played it. The DJ played it. Yes. And you and I talked about it. Okay. Shout <laughs> know what's up. Shout <laughs> on a rock star. Playboy okay. Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. He. Okay. He originated that whole format because he was like, yo, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> search is in his bag. He's in his satchel. Go ahead, right, search. Playboy Cardi, 
he he got into this whole thing with this guy named Milan Makes Beats. You guys could go on YouTube and find this shit. But what he would do is he would get these snippets from this guy that mm-hmm. were a minute and 30 seconds long. Yeah. And he said, fuck you. I'm still rapping on it and I'm dropping it. I don't even care if I yeah. buy the shit. Yeah. Because the music was just undeniable. Yeah. So there were a shitload of money, minute, 30 second long Cardi songs that everybody was getting hooked on to. Mm. And he developed this minute, 30 second Way format of, yeah, formula yeah. that a lot of people stick to because the format that is true to the streaming nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah streaming yeah. a SoundCloud plus it's just like you know you catch a good moment and you're just like fuck it. Like these young guys, they don't care as long as it sounds good mm-hmm. and it gets views. You yeah, feel me? they don't yeah. care about having a three minute long song. They're happy with yeah. a minute fifty. And that's it. You feel me? Yo, another thing I was thinking about too last night. Man, there's so many thoughts. There's so many things I took away from me. I want to hear yours because I'm, I'm desensitized to it. Right, 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 so right, right. This is literally like the second or third quote-unquote underground event I've went to with you. I yeah. really want to hear your opinion. Another yeah. thing I was thinking about is like, like if streaming and the internet didn't give us that much exposure or streaming didn't exist, right? Let's say this was back in 2002, 2003. Would these artists be up there performing what they're performing? They'd still be fans. Exactly. Yeah. The technology and the decentralization of the information made it more accessible to the average individual. I agree. People, like- ca- people care more about accessibility than ownership. I don't care about buying the new CD. I don't care if it's mine. I own it. No, I just want to have access to everything. Mm-hmm. So it's it's... The way we're moving in, in the culture and in the music, it's, it was just cool to actually see it in real life that night. Now, again, there's certain things I like, certain things I didn't like. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, these young people know, these young people are aware of what's going on. That's what I'm going to say. And with that, I, I like it. I like it. Awareness, you know? But yeah, that was my take, man. Uh, uh, I enjoyed it. I was, with, I was with the gang. You know what I'm saying? We pulled up. I didn't get a ticket. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you did. I didn't get a ticket. Nah, we left. We left clean, man. Yo, P. All right, P. You were sauce. Oh, you, yo. you meant a, a car ticket. I thought you meant like a, a bar tab. Yeah, no. Nah. No, I thought you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, P. No, no, no. Because you scared me, dog. <laughs> you scared me. This guy, he frequents the general area. We're not gonna get any more into it. And he said that every time that we leave, um. That what happens is is that the, the money doesn't ever really clear or go through. So by the time that we left, seeing the car still there, it was a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, uh, none, uh, nonetheless, Oxworth, fantastic. Uh, Jose, can I, can I the just... other Jose, it was a pleasure to meet you. Word. Um, yeah, these, shout out to these Eli other as artists. Well. When you came up to them, just asking for the Instagram, asking to say what's up or whatever. Very humble people. It was a good vibe overall. I would go again. Yeah. Let me just say, as if anybody who's listening and like you're one of the people who performed or you're one of the people who came with somebody who ended up performing, like, don't stop. At all. You may have not got the reception you wanted. You may have felt like the night went very well and you're like at your peak or you're getting, you're just ticking off now. Just remember to not stop. This is coming from somebody who like that night, like I was the guy who was critiquing your music. In my own story, like, I stopped. And to this day, I still regret, like, that I did that. Do you think that it could have been better? Like, formatting it a different way? Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. 
You mean the show in general? Not the show in general, but uh, just the way... Um, for example, do you think that it should have been that many artists ready to perform, or do you think there should have been a cap? I mean, yeah, it does. It does make sense to have a cap because a lot of people tended to walk away towards the end. And of that's event. exactly what I mean. But so some people leave at the end, and you like, know, it's not fair to the people that are performing after. You have a point, but at the same time, you feel me? Like you want as the artists many people, to be, as you want possible. the artists in general to be. Happy because it's catered towards artists. It's I just, Ox Wars. I just think me? that it would be good for Ox Wars to have a cap because it makes it more like yeah. I, these I really, are the first well, or the best. Actually, now that you many. now it's, that you bring it up, there you go. They had a cap set on the time where they stopped the sign up after nine, 9 p.m. that night. So and they did. Every artist only got one song. Exactly. Right. It just felt like it was just amazing to me how they wanted to keep going. You know, I thought that was really yeah, cool. It was for and the people. It, even even when. Bro, you said, yo, you were a panelist for 20 artists. Yeah. That was nuts, bro. I mean... that's I'll, Yo, P, that's nuts. The listeners, for the listeners, I arrived with no intention of being a panelist. I share that with you now. Like, I had no idea that I was going to actually be part of the people who judged. Jose had hit me up earlier that day in the afternoon. I, what, what he hit me up about is irrelevant. But by the time he got there, he had told Mars to ask me. Mars didn't ask me until five minutes before the first person started. So yeah. either way, like I get, I was there. I, I get the circumstance, and I embraced it. And um, I get the I get the sense that I kind of bro and not, added to the event itself. And, and that wasn't even bro. Everything was great. What I'm trying to say is for everybody to be there and no one, I just think it'd be cool to have a, a cap at a, mo at a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you really wanted to sign up, yo, you show up early. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really want to be known, if you really want to show exposure, you show up early, you sign up, you know what I'm saying? Like so there's some people that I know showed up late. Oh man, but I signed up like at nine on the dot, you know, when it, it was like, dude, good luck. You know, I, I don't know if you'll be able to. So I, I don't know. But all in all, great. Mars, shout great out event. to you. Shout out to Jose of the uh, Pay Up Podcast. Shout out to Jose from I the Pay Up Rossi, Podcast. I met Rossi, me myself. I met Rossi of the Pay Up Podcast. Shout out Flower Cop. <laughs> Yo, listen. Evan, he's, he's always cool running Evan, into that dude, guy. You're listening, right? Stop trolling me because you're an asshole with it. Yo. You keep catching me, and I know I shouldn't be getting caught, but you keep catching me. You're just really good at it, bro, so just stop. <laughs> It's that white people humor, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> listen. I'm kidding, dude, but and I'm kidding to everybody. But like, I'm just saying, like, Evan and Daniel are two of the funniest white boys I know. Period. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo. So look, man, we're 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 almost fifty minutes in. No. Yeah. Okay. And we. <laughs> All right. So what's on the docket, man? <laughs> Yeah, we're, I I haven't even looked at the time. So if you want, we can keep moving on the docket, please. Yeah, let's get it. Let's let's, let's go. All right, so we're gonna talk about the rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> so these niggas want to play, bro. These niggas own thirty percent of all recordings, but they want to hit the rebrand, bro. After sixty-one years, Warner Brothers Records rechristens as Warner Records. <laughs> Warner Records. <laughs> So, Sergio, please comment. 
I mean, it's got pee. It's got pee. It really does not matter. It's like it almost doesn't matter. They just took the brothers out. That was it. Because it's not about my brother. It's about Warner. No, hey, listen. <laughs> yo, why is this even? <laughs> yo, listen, yo, hold on, hold on. I just want to shout out Mozzie and Polly. You know, we didn't because really we're that. extra, we're extra sauced right now. The only the, reason why the party. I'm yo, on this the only reason why the energy feels different right now yeah. is because I'm. I've been here waiting with the setup. Yo, where y'all at? <laughs> I get a Facetime call from P with the phone upside down. Yo, 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 we about to be there. Uh, we we, we going to be there in a bit. Eating paella. Yo, they came in here with the cups from the event. That's when you know. When you come in here with the cups from the event and they not plastic. Open bar, you know. Oh, man, that's when you know. I was like, yo, I'm missing now, man. Let me go grab a beer or something. No, but, but uh, listen, shout out to Paulo Dafar. Shout out to Ligia, Mazi, Tarvel. Like, both Congratulations to both Yeah, y'all both are going yeah, to make a great union of love. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys give me 0.1% hope of what is monogamy. Like, you guys give me hope. So, yeah. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Yo, what? <laughs> Passive-aggressive P. <laughs> I don't know what uh, you mean, but, uh, yeah. Yo, somebody somebody give gives P some hope when it comes to women, man. We need some ladies to, to hit Yo, when P wasn't on the panel? And but, Shorty was... He, hey, yo, so uh, what, what inspired you? All right, what... what <laughs> Yo, you, what are you doing after? <laughs> yo, dude, I did not ask Shorty what yo, she was yo, doing Yo, 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 you put the mic down, you followed her, bro. Yo, your tone, your tone was that voice that you have, like... Yo, your tone middle was school, way different from 1-800-LUCKY, man. 1-800-BULL. 1-800-BULL, than, than, than Shorty that was, that was singing magic. Galileo. That's all I'm saying. Okay, we had Saucy P in the building. So we had Saucy P in the building. No, Galileo. And we had Saucy Gal- P in the Galeano. building today. I'm sorry, I said Galileo. What are you doing after this? Nah, I just Come on, said, man. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're drinking anything? <laughs> I'm like, you about to get out the panel by here and drink? Yo, stop, man. And he kicked me up like, Jose, can you do me a favor? <laughs> Take it that drink. The little noise from me. I, just I, you know what? The, I hit her with the how long have you been smoking because her song was about smoking weed. It was Cotton Candy Kush, right? Yes, Cotton Candy Kush. Do you come here a lot? <laughs> was, that, was that the next? Yo, I'm done with P, man. I'm done with P. Do we come here a lot? Yo, P, P needs a Nubian queen to take I'm care of I'm done. Man. Yo, shorty at the bank. Guys. Oh, man. Guys. You went to the bank? I went to the bank to make big donations. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I went to the life flex. Yeah, I wanted to call her. Okay. Nah, I'm like, yo, Tell her? Sh- yeah, she would you tell her? Without you, glasses, the bouncy curls. All right, so yeah, yeah next on the <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> the Warner rebrand. Yeah, yeah, Warner nice Brother chill. Records. <laughs> Go ahead, man. talk your shit. Warner Brother Records just switched over to Warner Records, and as we report on the Bridge the Gap podcast about music industry business and not my rare occurrences of uh, meeting random women. It's interesting. My rare occurrences. <laughs> um, no, it's just it was. It's interesting that at this point in history, these people want to choose to switch up. Like Columbia gets to bounce back off Lil Nas X. I love Sony Columbia. is doing its thing. 
with Maxo That's and me. a couple other people. Warner wants to rebrand, and it's a great. There's a greater theme that's taking place, bro. These fuckers are trying to come back and like throw all the money at marketing and try to sell the artists on getting us involved in your masters for marketing, bro. Yeah, please, Sergio, react. Just so <laughs> no, I was gonna say, just so the listener has context, this is the same label that houses Lil Pump's music, Lincoln Park, Madonna, Prince. Mm. Like this is one of the the big playmakers, right? What were you saying though? What was your question to me? React to this. Like, how do you feel about the fact that they think the rebrand is in order? I don't even. Get, I, I don't mean, think it's necessary. But. I think. I think. I don't think it's necessary as well. But they probably need something to to happen to change the way things have been going for them. How would you say things are going? I mean, at the end of the day, they're not that as well known as uh, Atlantic Records. Atlantic is at the top, or Universal. Yeah, or Universal, but. Or- they're they're coming. They have some people on their roster, but as turn in terms of new artists, like yeah. like y'all y'all do need something to to change. Kick it up, over kick there. it up. Legacy acts. So there's Legacy probably some acts. no. There's each some PR year, guy that's probably telling them, "Yo, we we need to do this." Each but, year, mm-hmm. a legacy act generates less and less income through the streaming because as they keep things stagnant. Consumers, listeners, general people, and overlappers switch over to other artists to either listen to for legacy or newer material. Like this streaming model promotes the newest material. You have yeah, correct, absolutely. Yeah, it's you, built and designed. When a Drake for the album material. drops, he's the face of every playlist that's on the fucking app and shit. Yeah, like they definitely get behind the new guys. But uh, you know the the older the older artist is still making some type of money. The older art, yeah, yeah. But my whole thing is, is I don't. It's bad. It's bad blood to rebrand in the midst of like the battle that's going on. Like, yeah, the general consensus with people in rap music is more like, when I sign with a label, I'm giving something up and I'm aware of it. Versus, I should be striving to sign with a label. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then, like, basically, their attitude and their outlook about it is is completely, yeah, it's I different guess. than it's even different. five years ago. Yeah. So, like, I think at this point, if you're art, like, I'm not here to send shots at anybody, but there's like an artist that we don't have to bring up that recently signed to a major label, and I just, I think it's from a vantage point that I can't relate to when we congratulate that artist. For in theory, their next project to not be theirs, like their next productivity of the next piece of productivity uh, as a creative is not of their own ownership. Like that's not really it doesn't it never really made sense to me. Like, and I don't really think that that's fair. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter where he signed to, where she signed to. What matters is is that ownership does matter. Like I was having the conversation with Greg. Like ownership matters, but you shouldn't have to sacrifice. Things you don't want to sacrifice in the name of ownership, which is a point I feel like you and I had made on our own search in our own discussions. But nah, man, like signing to a major label right now in this streaming era, as the rules are clearly being defined and like we're tapping into how new forms of media are being consumed. It's a bad time to be associated with any entity that can be part of a monopoly or has a monopoly. Yeah, a lot of a lot of artists usually they sign because they've stagnated as an independent artist and they want that extra push to make it over the hump to be in the A-list, you know, to be considered one of the best artists yeah. that there are. 
Because when you get with a label, you get all those corporate connections. You yeah. get you get movie connections. Like those things last. That's what I'm saying. When, when we when talked it, last week yeah, about those biopics and the synchronization license, the thing I brought up. Warner Brothers Pictures, they opened a new division in March of 1958 that was Warner Brothers Records. Okay. In 1958. We're talking 6-1, 61 years ago. And Time Warner ended up selling Warner Music Group in 2004. Yeah. So 15 years ago. Essentially, around the time most people would have got caught wind of the first reports that things were going to move in the way they are now, like where they are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, for me, I just feel like if people can't see through the facade, they really won't be able to. At this point, like, we can dance around it. Joe and them can make jokes about what's a stream? What's the value of a stream? Like, people, we're not, people are not getting this conversation if, like, we get to this point and, like, more artists sign with Warner, like, and more of the same rigmarole keeps going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't really need them, but, I mean, it just depends on the 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 team that you build around you, really. If, yeah, if it the also people, just depends on what you want. If the people aren't, right. like, really fulfilling or getting what you want done, then, I mean, if if you have to do that, then do it in a smart way. Don't give away everything that yeah. you know, is yours. I feel like we should play a song. Uh-oh. Any ideas on any songs, guys? Shit, I mean... I Because, like, I'm just thinking about... Like, we're talking about these record labels. We talk about these artists that may be considering or may have considered. A bunch of new music came out. You're... A bunch of new music came out. I'm thinking Denzel, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Way to say it so casually. <laughs> yeah, Yo, hey, listen. Casual surge, man. Yeah. Mr. Monotone over here. Mr. Monotone. Nah, 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 Yo, play, play, play a little something from from the new Zoo Zoo album, man, from the Zoo Project. Yo, this Speedboat, is Speedboat. Man. There we go. Let's go. He's in the jaw to offshore bank accounts. See, me and my conglomerates is lucrative. I'm talking big money, big chains, big guns, nigga. More power. Big talk, Speedboat. Pray to God I don't get repo. Didn't go to college for a free throw. People getting killed through the peephole. Money yet before you go to war. Put the mask on like a little door. My dog didn't make it to 21, so I gotta make it past 24. Big talk, speedboat. Pray to God I don't get repo. Didn't go to college for a free throw. People getting killed through the peephole. How your money yet before you go to war? Put the mask on like a little door. My dog didn't make it to 21, so I gotta make it past 24. Put a red bean to your hat like Arby's. Either go to school, go to jail, or the army. Keep a close eye on the things trying to harm me. Warn me if anybody try to swarm me. Uh, invest in the rock and the rock pile up. Pile up, hella stacks when the bills pile up. Dial up, it's the only way they get the style up. Riled up, cause you motherfuckers use the dial up. My dog is gone, and the result is to have my Teflon. Christian Dior and the fashion beyond. Talking polo, call me Polo the Don. Throw some D's on the thong. I got hella keys in a funk. I put hella G's in a funk. It took only three to assault. It's going on, bro. Hold on, that was Speedboat by Denzel Curry on his newest project, Zoo. That came out last week. Let's get opinions, though. 
Because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this project in context of his career. There's a lot to talk about about this project when in con excuse me in context of Miami music. There's a lot to talk about in context of just rap projects that have come out this year. I mean, bro, shit. In my opinion, like I'm being industry P when I say this. I'm surprised he's willing to expend like that kind of political capital to, to put it out. Because up until this point, besides who? Nell and Simi and Perp. Those are the only people who are like really, really from Florida that have been on a Denzel Curry album like that, right? And Puya, maybe? Yeah. For them. That's, that's the thing. I mean, up until his last album, I'm not sure all the features, but he's he's kind of been doing it by himself. A lot. Recently. My nigga, Kid Omar, Ross, Berg are all on, and Sam Sneak are all on this So this shit. is a, a, Miami a OG, album. OG Miami album. Like original, like real, real no Miami food. nigga shit. No food know? shit, Miami Dickies, album. White Tee, Forces Dunks. type. Mm -hmm. Bottoms and tops, golds, wicks. If you're if you're not from Florida and you don't know what a wick is, listen. Just yo, take a flight to FLL, MIA. Stay like a week, ten days. You'll you'll find out what a wick is very soon. You stay out long enough, man. Like the shit is fucking nuts, dude. I'm surprised like at the level he's at. Like he has a major label behind him. No, no. He's technically independent. So yeah. Unless Concord is owned by one of the major three, he's independent for the most part. That's why the political capital is a lot like more expendable because no major is gonna just feel comfortable pushing like a bunch of artists that haven't really been tested like that. I'm not saying that none of these artists are not worth putting major label money behind. This album is probably I mean, I'm not trying to be biased, but like when it comes to me being a Florida nigga, this is probably gonna be one of the most important albums that come out this year. So like, bro. You yeah, actually made it as artist of the week on YouTube itself. So he's literally the talk of the nation on the internet. one of the biggest platforms that there is right now. Did did you guys listen to the album? I listened to I wanna say about a fourth of it. Yeah, I'm at like 30, 40%. Yeah. 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 I, I listen, wanna I, make sure I sit down through the whole thing yeah. uninterrupted. You know? I have to do that. I listened to the whole thing a few times. Talk um about it. it's like thirteen tracks, a half an hour. A half an hour long. Yeah. Um it is so good. <laughs> it is so You're good. You're saying that as a soft Florida nigga or it a person so who listens good. to rap music? It is so good, objectively speaking. Well, I'm I'm from South Florida, but I can see the influences of like the trick that like I can see that I can hear it in his music. Right, he really dug deep into that. Right, um, him being from Carroll City, uh, dude, it, it was just uh, just go, going away from taboo into the more like I guess this album has three themes and there's a white, a gray, and a black, and this means this and that means that. I think he wanted to really do one that was for Florida. Um, and even in the photos, even in the photos, he has like the Miami Marlins jersey on. He has the people in the back of the Cadillac with like, you know what I'm saying? Just the jerseys, the Dolphins jerseys. He has one with the, uh, the UM jersey. Um, man, I really like that Speedboat track. I really like the Zoo track, though. The number one, track one on it. Let's get that going right now. Let's get that going. Let's get that going. Denzel Curry. 
Feeling like a Majin Buu Pocket full of Ivy and you know the face is blue Sugar sick as fuck, it's like I'm walking on the flu Carol City, nigga, boy, I'm coming out the floor Leave you wet and project in the cut like Gillette. Where they serving, don't protect. Place a bet on your head. Call your bluff and make a check. Guilty until innocent. Far as I know, I'm heaven sent. Block nine by nine, blow your mind. Now you Einstein design in my prime to do time. Bitch, I'm Frankenstein. This is what you made me. Caru City raised me. Trick said I'm a thug. That's the hate you gave me. M's all on my belt. I'm feeling like a Majin Buu. Pocket full of ivy and you know the face is blue Sugar sick as fuck, it's like I'm walking on the flu Carol City, nigga, boy, I'm coming out the flu Bridging the gap, bridging the gap He's saying it, now he got It's a very real thing I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, like, we're talking about a project right now from an artist that is, in theory, one of the very first artists that was really, like, aggressively promoting a Florida sound. Curated for that time, of course. Yeah. But still, nonetheless, yeah. a genetic code of music that could only be traced back to our state. Yeah, if you, if you want to hear a, a project that embodies the actual sound of Florida... Go listen. You'll hear the influences off Rip. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's dude. it's it's ridiculous. And just the, he has Rick Ross on. Like, if, if you really want to go Miami, like that's what it is. So shout out to you, Denzel. And uh, yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, man. Keeping, a, keeping the subject. On. I was gonna say that it's a great representation of South Florida. Yes, in general, yes, sir. Yes. Right? But go ahead. Say what you saying. No, 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 no. Like I'm there with you. I just wanted to say, keeping the subject on music, there's something I wanted to address that was not necessarily new music out. We can go back to new music later. Yeah. But, um, dude, Louisiana Fest mm. is doing its fifth year this year in 2019. Yeah. It's going to be jam-packed, bro. It's going to be jam-packed. I, I, I mean, again, <laughs> we're switching around. We're getting busy on this right now. This is... Episode 16 of the motherfucking Bridge the Gap podcast, but my nigga uh, Otero, T-Tero, he's a listener. He went to the last year's Louisiana Fest. Lil Wayne is, you know, is Kanye was West. For me, you know how like Kanye West is like, you know, Kanye West for Who's me. Who's his? Who? Lil Wayne. No, but who? Otero? Otero? T-Tero? Otero. Bro, we got Travis Scott, Meek Mill, Trey Songs, Cash Doll, Meg Thee Stallion, Melly, Levin, Cali, and a bunch of other people. Sounds like a hell of a lineup. <laughs> yeah, no kia. Sounds like a hood affair. Sounds like a hood affair. A hood affair. I mean, Yo, yeah. Search said sounds like a hood affair. I mean, yeah. Technically. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like a, a good one. You know, it's not to me like something like the Lyrical Lemonade lineup is shitting on that, but that's just me. Being like, you know, throwing shit back and forth. Lyrical but, Lemonade is a festival, right? Yeah. Louisiana is a fe- festival. 
festival. I mean, festival, look at how many big names are. How many here. days is it though? It's yeah. two days. Just one day, September seventh. Oh wow! Then yeah, that's different. Damn, for it all those different. people, it damn. Is different. Yeah, lyrical lemonade is two days, I guess. You yeah, it is different than in that case. How many people in total, approximately? That are billed as headliners. Yeah. One, of course, Lil Wayne. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And that's all in one day? At the oh. Uno Lakefront Arena Festival Grounds. If those are all the people that show up on the card, that means wait, there's going to be a lot more. Than wait, 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 wait. That's all in one day? Yeah. This festival 7th. is just one day? So just September 7th. Wait, but that's a lot of... Just the headliners alone are a lot for one day. Uh, Yeah, you're going to have to be there all day. No, but I'm saying that's a hell of a long-ass... Good ass concert if it's one day is what I'm saying. Like, there's gonna be other people besides this. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming so because if you look at it, that there's a have lot to of start big at names. Five p.m. If it's just them or six. Yeah, so there's gonna be openers. I mean, I guess yeah, you're right. You're there's right. gonna be yeah, openers yeah, 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 just like right, every right, festival. Right. Yeah. It's in New Orleans. There's gonna be New Orleans artists as openers. Dude, I'm dying to go to New Orleans. So then this is it, Festival Poppy. Anti-Festival nah, 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 Poppy. Nah, nah, nah. This <laughs> your is your chip. chance to convert. He said, yo, so this is it. <laughs> this is Pointing chance. at his phone. This is your chance to convert. Jose okay. is only going to Made in America. Nah. Maybe. He hasn't gone yet. That's a maybe. We'll see. But uh, If a new album is announced before the festival date, you're going. Oh, Lord. You're going. <laughs> we don't even got to say it. Man. Oh, Lord. I think it's out there. Yo, I... I... Shout out, Hope, man. Let's get a new album. No flex zone. Wait, didn't you want to get into your favorite artist, P? Jeez, Segway King in this, dog. No, you're not a Segway King. You're not a Segway King if you shoot too early, bro. Segway King. You're not a Segway King if you shoot too early, bro. It fits, my nigga. We're mad timing, but there's still mad shit to talk about. We're going to feed the streets this week, man. So listen, P- listen. <laughs> we gonna feed the fucking streets. Yo, before we go sir, further, that was a great segue. Shut up, you guys. That was a great that, segue. That was, that was that was a great segue. That P- been P- a great here. transition into that. I don't know what P's doing, but that was a great segue. All right, guys. So you want to talk about the greatest interview of all time? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Is he though? Is he? Yo, are we? Yo, hey. Did anything major come out? <laughs> so I guess we're in this now. Excuse me. Did we fall? Are we in here? Good side. Are we doing this? We're here. All, All right. right. So it's one of the best, you know, interviews. You know, go ahead. Go uh, ladies and gentlemen, David Letterman. My next guest needs no introduction. My Netflix guest, show. my next guest needs no introduction. Netflix show uh, came out with a second season, and uh, lo and behold, the first episode of the second season. As the guest, I mean, I don't have to introduce him, but by the name of Kanye West. And uh, it came out last Thursday night at 3 a.m. And uh, so Friday morning at 3 a.m. So Friday morning. And yeah, man, let's talk about it. How do we feel? It feels good to say that at the point that we are recording this, it's the one-year anniversary of Kanye's eighth studio album. Jeez. And Kanye's getting positive reviews from media outlets post one year later. something Kanye. With something Kanye post Kanye 2018. That's how it feels, right? Which now. album is this? Yeah, we're talking about the yeah. Yeah, okay. Where they address the fact, like Letterman asks him, you know, after we paused it to go to Oxford. Like, he addresses, like, yo, the first song I put was, I thought about killing you because 
you have to start making a statement after TMZ and after everything else. So it's like you get the fact that he's cognizant and aware to an extent, and then like you get the fact that like if you think about it from the beginning, Kanye West has always had the best intention, but probably the worst execution and communication. But he's crystal clear with his music. Go back and listen to that album again. It's 26 minutes of where Kanye West's mind is at at that point in time. Um, the interview overall, though, I definitely have to say it humanizes him, like especially after the negative mudslinging that took place all of last year with him and summer uh, 2017. From him or from the people? From whoever, wherever, whomever. Like, it, all right. All it right. Definitely I'll let you slide. <laughs> Serge is over here with a notepad and pen, <laughs> writing down everything you're saying. Oh man! So <laughs> go ahead, man. I'm just, you know, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta be subjective. I'm just objective, objective. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm objective. just, yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, so there was a part where they were addressing the Trump thing, and then it. What was like... your favorite part of the interview? Let's start there, P. What was your favorite part? Okay, so Sunday service was towards the end. Last eight minutes of... Did you hear of, what he said, Jose? I heard everything, but what, what is it that he said that caught your attention? That Heal, should have caught mine, I guess. Healing music. Mm. I mean... My bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yo, if you ever wanted a Kanye album, Void of 808s, sign up now. So that was your favorite part of the interview? The we, Sunday service. The fact Sunday. that we are water, like a newborn daughter, like that shit's going to. What be. does that mean? Relax. That's I'm, gonna oh, no, be, I'm serious. That shit's gonna be John Four, the Samaritan woman. Go ahead. All I'm saying is, is that the 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 direction that the sound is going in is going to be void of catering to the frequencies we've become conditioned to. I just. <sighs> Is there anything else you have to say, P? About my favorite part of the interview? About, about the interview. The artist. I haven't done it yet since the time that I finished it and the time that we've done this podcast. I haven't finished looking into the visual artist that referenced the shift from the parkan and the multiple layer and the minimalist approach to this even more minimal approach with solid color. I haven't looked, finished looking into that guy. But damn. Yeah. Damn. That's all I really have to say, bro. Like, I saw with St. Pablo Tour that this shit was going in a whole other direction with the, the emphasis on just the lighting alone. But when I was watching those, those clips up until Coachella, and now I hear Ye explain. Even the shape of the room had a purpose. Yeah. 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 Circular, yeah. Healing. Yeah, what what how, what do you think about David Letterman as an interviewer? You name me a nigga better, and we can have the debate or the discussion. He's kind of like mm. on a whole other level with how good of an interviewer he is. Mm. The fact that the Hove one went down the way it did, and then that one, yeah, as somebody who that's who I would be checking his shit for. Yeah, yeah. There's Charlemagne wishes he could do what David Letterman does. The fuck out of here! Don't don't even get. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, niggas, I'm just saying. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I just, I have feelings about it. 
<laughs> for me, for yeah. me though, like this interview. Yeah. Without me going too deep into it and like saddling on too hard, like but, go it ahead, humanizes dude. him, bro. Okay. That my, that's my main takeaway. It, it, humanizes. it humanizes him more than than when she. Period. Period. Okay, it humanizes him. It humanizes him. Period. period. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. The, the Charlemagne one, it attempted to do so, but I swear to God, by the end of it, I realized it was all partially a Yeezy promo campaign. It was an agenda behind it, but yeah. There was, it was a Yeezy promo campaign. Yeah. But like, this one, nah, I don't really... The way it was cut up, at least, I don't think yeah. it was really like the... It featured Yeezy. Yeah. It featured Sunday Service, but it was about him. Yeah. Serge, what do you, would you, did you, did you get a look at it or? Yeah, I saw the first half of it, but then would we you? had to go to the event. Right, right, right. I mean, personally, I, I fucked with the, the interview, you know, it was very relatable. It turned Kanye into kind of a regular dude rather than seeing him rant or do some wild shit on the internet. We kind of just got his regular self. And, uh, yeah, man, I look forward to finishing it, but it was pretty good. It wasn't. I didn't. I was looking for for there to be something more because usually with Kanye, there's something you're getting something with every interview. But this is more of his. This was one of his more laid back videos or interviews. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, man. I uh. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed David Letterman being the interviewer. After watching this interview. I came to the conclusion that to me, Kanye West is no longer a genius, but he's just a really smart, regular person that has good intentions. Now, P, you said that this interview made him humanistic. It humanized him. It humanized him. And that's what I mean with my definition of the conclusion I came into. It humanized him so much for me that that's how I felt about him. Bro, and, and just like, bro, just the quote that he said, he said, man, I'm not, what was the quote that he said? Yo, they say Kanye West, but your power is that you are an influence. Inf- you're an influence. You're influential. He said, no, my power is, is that I'm not easily influenced. That was a great quote. That was an amazing quote. And that is, Speaks volumes with Kanye. I mean, we all know it's true. If there's one person that's not going to be influenced, it's Kanye West. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit about uh, popular opinion. He's the guy that's always contrary to popular opinion. Um, another thing that I really liked was, uh, yo, when he took David Letterman to the crib, man. Yo, let me show that you around. Was, that was really like, you see how like there was that Vogue interview clip of where it was focused on Kim and Kim answered like 70 questions and J. Cole dressed up in the GQ cover should have been replaced with David Letterman in some Yeezy garments. (laughs) Yo, he was swaggy. Not gonna lie. That was like, I didn't expect that. You hear what I said, P? I said J. Cole in the GQ cover should have been replaced with with David Letterman Letterman in some Yeezy garments. Of how great. For real, that's how you feel. No, that's yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah, I think it. I think that's fine. It's for fine sure. as it was, dude. I thought it was great. I thought. No, no, no. I mean the cover, but when it oh. when it comes to his fit, Letterman's yeah. fit being styled by Kanye. 
That shit was mean. Man, I thought the first half of the interview was great. Then I thought it took a turn for like 15, 20 minutes. Then when I they th- talked about Trump and me too. Yeah. I was there. That's where and, I was. And then and then and then Sunday and then to end it with Sunday service on a good note, I thought it was great. I think um I think that David Letterman is such a good interviewer. I think that uh he lets people just kind of talk. And I think Kanye West really likes talking, bro. Just what he was saying about how uh he was talking about the universe. He was talking about how when you're going through these things, like how he did last year, that um, only pregnant women, that when they actually go through labor, they could be there with a person that knows them, right? But when you are being detained or restricted from movement correct, correct. Uh, in mid-mental health episode, correct. Correct. you're locked up and... Ch- Alone, uh, with no with one no there one that you know. know. With no one there that you know, he touched a lot of good points. Oh my god! All right, dude. Uh, whew, know your ledge, but uh, dude, it's really interesting to me with this interview that when he did the Kimmel one in twenty eighteen, like he mentioned that like blacked is his favorite porn, and yeah, we're talking about porn right now. But like, I was like, damn, <laughs> Kanye West and I have like the same favorite porn company. But then also Kanye West and I experienced the same thing with regards to our mental health because I was definitely in a hyper uh, extended state of paranoia, similar to how he described, where I felt like everybody was an actor, everybody was out to get you. Yo, um, Pete, I know this is the first time you're kind of touching on this with your experience. Um, And I mean, listen, I can only really dance around it right now, just in like the framework of how long we've been going and where we are with things. But for me to be able to say that, oh, shit, Kanye went to the mental health hospital after he had a moment at the St. Pablo tour, I was like, damn, I identify with that. I'm going to keep fucking with Kanye West. Kanye West's next album was cool to me because he addressed mental health. But to hear him go that far with Letterman, I was like, damn, like, you can't, I really, it, my thing with Kanye is past music. It's past music with me. Yeah. Like I just I kind of like we I share experiences with him that I didn't it wasn't planned, it wasn't intended to even do so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh Yeah, hey. I, look, man. Even some of the people who listen to the show like they don't know this and I'm willing to share it in the name of trying to make it make a little more sense as to why like it may come off like damn, this nigga P rides yay like mad hard. Like it's more than just damn, like this music is so good. It's just I'm able to connect with him. Like, You're okay. able to connect with the real person. Yeah. yeah. Even, with, even with the things that I disagree with. Okay. Okay. Um, and the Sunday service thing, I thought it was amazing. I Again, most important thing he's ever done to date, um, in my opinion. Just I, pure music. Just pure music. Um, and again, you can always see that Kanye has been inching for this. Right. This whole time. And he's finally there, and it's just so good to see him in a place of, of just like, dude, I'm at peace. That's how he looks, P, right? He looks like he's at peace. Compared to even just a few short months ago. Yeah, now. yeah. He looks like he's at peace. Um, I mean, if you want to get into the whole like uh, second half of the interview when he's addressing Trump. and But all in all, man, uh, I thought it was a good interview. I thought it was great. David Letterman, shout out to you. Kanye West, um, thank you for giving us just a little bit more of you. 
I yeah. thought it was great. Um, and it's crazy how you say that today actually marks the one-year anniversary of Ye, which addresses a lot of the things that he spoke about in that interview. Um, great timing on their part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't beat that. You, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. But listen, man, before we go ahead and wrap this shit up, dog, there's one more thing before we got into some good news that I wanted to address, bro. Tyler told you that you make my earthquake, but I'm sorry. That nigga is making the world earthquake with this Igor project, bro. Number one album? He's making the earthquake. He's making the earthquake with this shit, bro. Number one album. He's about to walk into, what, two weeks of it? Unless somebody crazy is dropping or dropped already. He's walking into two weeks at number one. It's about fucking time. This is his first number one. Tyler the Creator was always good, but this album really kind of. There's no more challenge. I uh I wasn't such a big fan, but with this album, I'm like, damn. There's no more challenging it though with him. That's how I see it. Yeah. Nah. Shout out to you, Tyler. Great, great project. Uh, great chord selections. Great engineering. Uh, just the music sounds great. Um, and the chords, man, very jazzy, very a lot of fifths, ninths, sevenths added. Yeah, early two thousand five Pharrell vibes. Correct. Yeah, that shit yeah. is the old to Pharrell album. That's how I see it. That's my general a, hot take on that. It's album. like a in my mind, you know. It's in my it's, Tyler the Creator mind. Exactly, like, in literally. my mind inspired album or something. Literally, literally. He. I kind of want to see him steal the show, like with this one, as it seems like he's done so far. Fresh off the Governor's Ball performance, by the time y'all are hearing this, yeah, I really like. I see it happening. Like this is gonna be the one that like flips the script with him as an artist. Well, it's already his first number one, so we'll see how the rest of the year unfolds. For sure. Um, yo, like I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm just I'm I'm kind of bugged out right now because. I kind of want to play this real quick just to give a little piece of like what it is. If you haven't even heard it, we only, I don't even think we played Earthquake on this. I'm going to play this song. Yeah. A Boy is a Gun okay. by Tyler the Creator. You so motherfucking dangerous. You so motherfucking dangerous. You got me on my neck. That's why these other niggas lame to us. Cause all these other niggas lame as fuck. We show them no respect. Off. Why you hide your face from me? Make your fucking mind up. I am sick of waiting patiently. How come you the best to me? I know you the worst for me. Boy, you sweet as sugar, diabetic to the first degree. My spotty senses got me on the fences. Whole squad and gems that travel back by Balenci. Big dog hitting big wheelers on the six speed. You so motherfucking dangerous. You so motherfucking dangerous. You got me by my neck. All these other niggas lame as fuck They show them no respect Oh, you passive-aggressive Oh, you faking your mad Oh, you wanna go home cool You better call 
it's Parker, it's Comb. You're my favorite garçon, don't leave, stay right here. Yeah, I want you right near. You invited me to breakfast, why the fuck your ex here? Well, let's see if you round the God around this time next year. switch up but the way i'm feeling right now that what if that album gets nominated for like rap album of the year like urban album of the year like r&b album of the year like how would you feel about it i think there's a big chance you're gonna see that nominated at the grammys yeah or or at least like billboard grammys bet mtv like for real but i mean yeah man there's a lot of new music that's come out but like I think another thing we gotta like address or at least touch up on is the the new Jim Jones shit. The new Jim Jones, I said that. And, but Whoa, another, I did not expect that. I did at not all. expect that. No, but the main thing that I wanted to address that we gotta get ready for is Bandana. That and the London Drugs, uh, I believe, currency collaboration. Yeah, that too. Yo, Bandana, Freddie Gibbs. That Mad is Lib. that is three years in the making. Because we got teased about a second follow-up. Like a sequel, a sequel to... Pinata. Pinata. Exactly. Pinata is the 2014 release from Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib that it... Dude, chill. Like, that shit is fire. Some of the best shit in the world. Yeah, if you haven't heard the first uh, mixtape slash album, whatever you want to call it, go check it out. It's a great project. If you're into, like, you know, real hip-hop, boom-bap shit, like, that's... That's definitely going to do it for you. You were going to say something? No, nah, for sure. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, at this point, though, a song. Yeah, we could play a song that Gibbs put out. Yeah. Um, this is the first single off the album. No, no, no. That, that new song that just came out actually is not. Okay, what's the first one? The first one was like some other shit with a whole other name that I can't recall. It it had a whole other name that I can't recall. Um, I let me let me double check real quick though. But Gibbs, I'm not gonna lie, like I haven't really been like aggressively checking for G- Freddie Gibbs music, but nonetheless, yeah, his last project with Currency was actually dope. It was Freddie, called right? Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. the song, the first single was a song called Flat Tummy T. That's another classic. Gibbs, that's Gibbs and Madlib. I mean, it's so new, but it's the, it's like a classic already, you know? But this new shit is Crime Pays. We're play that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, F-bombs in this MF. I'll send yeah. myself there. Yeah, the Crime Pays, nigga, Crime Pays. 
chopping up the chain This with cocaine my track, in my microwave Made it through my whole month with my lights out I seen brighter day Once this shit get me high, boy, you living, you die by the sky Homeboy just caught HIV, he living, he die by the soul Have we ever hit the same bitch before? Ain't nobody know Have we ever hit the same bitch before with nobody business? Niggas be fucking these hoes and say fuck insurance and doctor visits It's it's probably one of the most like popular albums of the of year. his catalog. Of that year, Freddie Gibbs catalog? His catalog. It's the top one of Freddie Gibbs catalog. No, I wouldn't say top one, depending on who you ask. But yes, uh, popular in his catalog and popular for the year, 2014 came out at the top of 2014. Super debatable. He he could disagree, but you know. Out of all the things that he's dropped, he's never gotten a response like he got from Pinata. You feel me? Because he got a response from Mad Lib's core fan base. Sure. All right. Fine. Along with his. All right. You know? Fine. I concede to that point. What I will say, though, is to say that he's not been consistent in putting out material. We had just addressed Fetty. He's put out oh. a bunch of shit from before. Yeah. Teddy, like uh, the Freddie Pen- Teddy Pendergrass sample with the cover. Like, he's been putting shit out. But, like, at the same time. It's a different thing when he's in the studio and working with, on Madly Beats. It's a whole it's, other animal. I just get hyped thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's ridiculous. I'm anticipating that shit. Why did, Matt, why did they choose to work together? Madlib said he was, sounded like a real rapper. Like and the first yeah. time on top him. of that, it's a clash of sound, so you wouldn't even think that they would work together. You feel me? Because yeah. like, before that, Freddie Gibbs' biggest song was Rob Me a Nigga. Like... No, like that, no. Which but one? It, I, I would say, I mean, it's definitely one. one of them. That's not, but that's what he was known for. He was known for that trap shit, you know. And him getting on a production by Madlib is just like, whoa, left field. But it just worked. It worked tremendously. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> Pinata. Pinata from 2014, but Bandana is coming out at the end of this month, June. With Madlib again. All songs produced by Madlib. So Madlib and and and, and Freddie are really kind of. They got something. They found something. Like if you go back and you you see all the reviews and like, it's very. What's the word? Criti- critically acclaimed. acclaimed. The phrase, yeah. Is there any other project that he has besides Pinata that's with Madlib? No. No. Okay, so that's why you guys are hyped. People have been wanting this since since yeah. after Pinata. Yeah, three Got years it. ago they teased that they were gonna drop something, Got a second one. Yeah. Got it. And people are still here waiting for it. Like, okay. Excited, going crazy over it. Okay. Know? Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> and, and is it gonna come out what this week, next week? No, I think the end of the month, the twenty ninth of June or eighth, eighth or ninth. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, ninth. Um. Hey. I had a moment when I first heard Pinata, so I'm here for another moment with Bandana. That's for sure. My nigga El Yaman, who designed the artwork for this episode of this podcast, it was, I was literally with him a lot during the time that that shit dropped. <laughs> she was fucking epic. Yeah. Epic, 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 epic. <laughs> Yo, Titero. Hey, shout out to Otero, man. Man, my man trying to come up in here and do the Wayne Jay-Z. We're not doing that. Oh, we have to. We're not doing that. He's, oh, 
is he man. really? What is? What is? He yeah, trying to do the Wayne versus yo, Jay. Jose was going to full triggered mode. Yeah, like, we'll, yeah. We'll see the we'll beast see. come out. You feel me? He's going heathen. Oh, He's going man. full heathen to like defeat Otero with it. Yeah, yeah nah, hey. So next week we said that the fuck Jose's up. Jose's <laughs> face is like, why would we even debate? Is that exactly. is that even a thing? Yeah, man. Is is he like arguing who's a better rapper? Yes. Overall rapper, bar Overall for bar. Rapper, bar, bar for bar. For bar. Okay. Even career wise, well, nah, we can't nah, even say career wise. There's no debate. When I don't it comes want to him, the business. I don't want him to mention the word career. <laughs> <laughs> we'll that's that's not on the board. There's no there's no uh, oh, career. Um yeah, we got we gotta have a talk, man. That sounds Sit like down, a... young man. Let me talk to you. I'm Explosive saying, right? Episode. No, no, no. Let me try to listen, paint listen, you listen. Picture. It is now spoken into existence. It's now spoken into existence. That's how we come. Lil that's how Wayne we, that's is how we bumming. A better rapper than Jay-Z. That's how we bumming. Yo, comment something. That's Let how us, we bumming. Like, is that is this really like <laughs> Comment something. Let us know how you feel. Lil Wayne or Jay-Z, which Carter's better? Yeah, which car- which Carter is better? Battle of the Carters. And before that, man, go to the Carter 3 and just look up uh, Mr. Carter, Lil Wayne featuring Jay-Z, and please let us know how you feel about that track. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, this we'll, one we'll, that's, that one should be for Otero. We gotta we'll, we'll, we gotta we'll, debate that we'll, track. We'll do that because oh god. Listen, I Sergio had a great idea initially, but before we do that. I think it's time for some good news, no? Hey, hey you heard about the good news? Um, yo, dude, this is... I, I'm keeping this in the tuck because, yo, like, as somebody who I'm 26, I'm a millennial, I grew up with him. He's connected to my, like, familiarity with pop culture and assimilation into, like, what is expected living in America. Like, I'm really, really good, glad to hear that Alex Trebek is in remission. Really, really, really glad to hear that. Yeah, man, he's a he's definitely. Uh, Whether he stays on the show is one thing altogether. You know, what he's I'm saying? a treasure. He's a treasure. But like of the fact that he's in remission is good news to me. That's amazing. It's amazing news. That's amazing news. <laughs> I remember when we were tweeting about it, like, "Yo, please, like, prayers to him or whatever." So it's great to to hear that he's in remission. I grew up on that shit, man. For oh, for real. Yeah, man. For real. Um. The good news that I have, yo, peace so entertained with his little Wayne Jay-Z talk right now. No, that's uh, happening, but the good news, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, there's this kid. He lives in Michigan, and he doesn't have um, enough vitamins in his bones to actually, like, be able to learn how to walk. So, uh, his dad would go to the local Home Depot, look for materials to actually buy, to actually buy to build, like, a little walker for his son. Um... Told, like, the Home Depot guy, yo, help me find this, help me find this. Next week, he goes to buy some more materials, and Home Depot, the people there, actually built his son a walker. Yeah? Yeah. So, I, I, that's my goodness. Nah, hey, <laughs> your, your face is funny, but the reason why we even tried to start doing this is because we like, bro, every, look. Shout out to those that are, were affected in Virginia. And you're going to be drained to death with what's been happening in Virginia Beach, in Virginia. But, like, this podcast, bro, like, let's just keep the positive vibes going. We're already, you already know we're praying for everybody who's affected and impacted by it. But we kind of want to highlight some good news that we've caught in the last week. And 
I feel like that's just some of it. Yeah, There's man. plenty more if you go look in, looking for it. We're trying to bring some of it into the limelight. Yeah, there's a uh there's 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 just a lot that's been going on and if you wanna do something meaningful, just give time to people, give a shoulder to cry on, give a hand, uh just give whatever it is that you can because God knows people need it nowadays. So yeah. Again, thank you for listening to the Bridge of the Gap podcast. This is Big P. Jose Escona. Surge. And yo, we thanking the Bridge the Gap podcast gang, man. This is Thank the Gang with Twelve Lens. Yeah. Why we can't keep a jail going? Y'all got all the streets blocked up. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm about. What's up? We just go, go pack this shit up and take all the hoes home with us, man. Pop up the whip. She trying to. I got tents on the windows. Peeking if you want. You can't see behind these. <laughs> Jose Ascona, and I'm here with my co-host. Yo, this is Big P. Yes, sir. And this is the Bridge Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Yeah. Big P, you want to let them know where they can find us? Man, you can find this podcast on most major podcast streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow the Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And find a weekly playlist with all the music played throughout the show at BridgeTheGapPod.com. Yeah.
Yeah.